welcome to Rugged Theology, where we talk church planting, theology, and drink coffee. Welcome to Rugged Theology. I am your host, Adam Diamond, and today we have a special episode with some of our ladies who I have been trying for ages to get on here, Um, but they are very busy women, very busy with ministry and family life and all that good stuff. Uh, Today I have with me, who one of the ladies I've been chasing down, uh, our Director of Women's Ministries, Mrs. Jennifer Winger. Hi. How you doing? Good, good. <laughs> and I also have my wife, who this is her first time. I think she's a little bit weirded out by all this, but uh, my wife, Mrs. Sabrina Diamond. Hello. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Our house is full of sickness. <laughs> I'm doing okay, all things considered. You had surgery three weeks ago. Yes. That's I'm, exhausting. I'm doing okay, all things considered. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing great. You're exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm feeling the exhaustion. <laughs> I've been resting for three weeks. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to talk a bit today. Or actually, I'm going to let you ladies talk and I'll you know, kind of interject where needed. Um, but I want you to come in and just tell our listeners a little bit what it's like to be a planter's wife, what it's like to train with you, Jennifer, what even even just Sabrina's journey has been like in the last three or so years that we've been with Mile One Mission. Um, so, yeah, just go for it and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so maybe I'll just, I'll start and then I'll give you the floor, Sabrina. But um, so as the director of women's ministry um, for Calvary, but also for Mawa Mission, um, it's been my mandate to um, help disciple the new church planting wives. So Sabrina, you're our second church planting wife. Yeah. Um, but really, we we have kind of a funny saying here: we're often setting out into the ocean while still trying to build the boat. Um, so we've been still trying to figure this out, but mm-hmm. we're st- we're starting to get some sea legs, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have kind of a couple of questions, and you you and I can go back and forth. And you and I recently went to a conference together, yes, which was did. super exciting. It was That's fun. Nice to. So wait now, is this like Lukey's boat? Is it painted green? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes. Well, a shade of green, What's... sure, with some blue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, so yeah, I and and it's been great to just you know I remember the first day that you sort of gave your testimony and, you know, around the campfire at our Mm -hmm. church retreat and, but just watching you grow and, um, just become more and more like family and, and you're certainly a sister in the Lord to me, but it's been, it's been neat to kind of watch you grow and continue to challenge you. And, but, but what's it like to, to come, you know, and have that role as church planting wife? What, what does that look like for you? Church planting is so such a new concept for me. Um, I was used to the whole pastor's wife um, as thing. I mean, that was I was a pastor's wife before. I was a church planter's wife. Um, but church planting in and of itself was so new to me. I didn't really know what it was until I came here and, and Adam kind of opened me up to the whole realm of it all. Um, and being a church planter's wife is so different than being a pastor's wife. Because being a pastor of, even a youth pastor of an established church looks so different in the support of your husband, which is what I have always been, obviously, being the working wife. In supporting my husband, it's so different as opposed to what it would be as a planter's wife starting a church from the ground up. That that support looks very different. 
in an already established church, you're coming behind your husband. He's doing the events that have already probably been put in place for the last 15, 20 years in this church. So you're kind of going with the flow. You're doing things. You might be changing things up a little bit, but the support you have behind your husband is totally different than coming behind a church that you're literally starting from the ground up. You're working together and you're finding, you're making relationships in the community. You're coming behind them in the ups and the downs when people don't show up at all, when people come behind you and you get hate for what you're trying to do. Like there's so many different aspects in being a church planter's wife that you just don't realize. So what were some of the biggest struggles you had? I think for me, a lot of it in the early beginning was not knowing what church planting was all about. I didn't know anything about it. Um, And I think just trying to kind of come into what a church plant was and how to do it, being the working woman that I am, I'm also very much, I like to be up front and center doing things, helping things. I'm I'm a doer. Um, So then with you being in the office, Adam, all the time, and you were the one, obviously, you were the planter. I got to do, quote unquote, the fun things. Yes. (laughs) So that was difficult. And we've discussed this many times, Adam. Um, But I've always found it difficult, not knowing, obviously, what's on the go. um, But then... um, trying to kind of maybe come into that role a bit more and trying to figure out how, what, where do I fit in all of this? Not knowing what planting is in one aspect, but then also not really knowing exactly what's going, because you told me what was happening, but I'm not up front and center. I'm not doing like I usually am. I don't know if you remember the conversation we had in um, New Brunswick, one of the first oasis we went to. We were walking along the, uh, their historic site there in that little Mm -hmm. town we were in. And you were struggling a whole lot more so with not being out front, but also with the family role you had found yourself in being home more so being with the kids or the the kid at the time. We didn't have Isaac. Um, And I can remember you had a lot of frustration about that season that you found yourself in of more so caring for the child and um, finding out how that fits also in church planting and God's call in your life. Like, what was that transition for you? Um, yeah, that was definitely a struggle as well, trying to figure out, um, like me and Jennifer, we've discussed many times, you always say, Sabrina, you don't just have one job. You've got four or five jobs. You know, you've got your job in nursing, um, your job as a mother, your job as a wife, your job as a church planter. That's different than your job as a wife. Um, and so trying to juggle all these different things that I do as a woman on top of being a friend, being a daughter and all of these other expectations, obviously that come on anyone. I, it's funny because being a mom was, I'm kind of being wrong here. Being a mom was not always something that I think came natural for me from the very beginning. So I think, and that, that at that point in time as well, I was still trying to figure out uh, what I look like as a mom, but then also how, what that meant as me, being the doer that I am, being the so involved, how does that involve, how, how, how am I involved in this church plant when I'm being a parent, when I'm at home, when I'm trying to work and take care of the house and um, all these other things that I don't feel like I'm naturally equipped to do in regards to housework and all of this stuff. Um, what does that mean as a woman and as a church planter's wife, how, what, what that role was? I really, I really struggled with a lot of those different aspects, I think, was, um, yeah. How has gospel community helped you with this? Oh, so, so much. 
I ask this question of the ladies yes. frequently. Um, I mean, I didn't fully understand, again, gospel community until just recently, knowing that Ruth, who's the other church planter's wife, knowing that she was there beside me whenever I had any questions, whenever I had any issues. I mean, the fact that we both had uh, our last son, our last child, um, within six months of each other was fantastic. And we were walking through so many different phases of life at the same time, just having her come beside me and, and pointing me back to Christ and 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 doing the women's, um, the, all the different women's um, Bible studies that we've been doing, True Womanhood, True Womanhood 101, just realizing who I am in Christ as a woman, I think helped me come into this role so much more because realizing that I'm created by Christ to be a mom, to be a wife, um, and that I've already been given everything that I need for life and godliness. Just knowing these truths and being pointed back to Christ by all the women that are around me and being raw enough to reach out and say, hey, Jennifer, I'm really struggling, or hey, Ruth, like I'm really having a rough week, um, and having these ladies come alongside you to know that you're, I'm not alone in this. And I'm not, I wasn't the first one to, um, to do this church planting thing, especially like even here. But church planting is new here in Newfoundland, so there's not a lot of people that we know. But going to places like um, the Send, who uh, we partner with, um, just helping, having them come alongside us and just having all of that as well has been such a support in that regard, right? So do you feel like you're supported, well-supported? I definitely do. I mean, obviously, our human um, minds get the better of, of some days when, oh, I'm all alone, the Eeyore kind of kicks in, no one likes me, nobody loves me. Um, Especially with the weather right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to. With It's the, pretty gross, I said. Yeah, RDF. I mean, it'd be so much better with snow on the ground. <laughs> yes, true. Agreed. At least it'd be light. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Plus Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, um, what was the question? I completely lost. Do you feel supported? Yes. So much. Like I said, there are days when um, I just feel like um, we all feel like there's days when we just feel like we're all by ourselves. But um, I know that I'm never alone. I feel so supported in regards to you, Jennifer. I know that if there's anything going on, I'm like, listen, can we chat? Can we have a meeting? Um, Ruth, I can always call her up and like, listen, oh my goodness, my kids. And she can lament the exact same and not even just Ruth. There's so many other ladies within the church as well, um, that I can go to. But in regards to church planting, I know that Ruth is, has, has been a great confidant actually in my life. She's been a big part of my walk in regards to all of this, um, has been a great friend, um, do you feel like you, um, you talked about it earlier, but do you feel like you've been encouraged to be a partner with your husband or are you just the little wifey at home? Oh, no. Um, um, like, do you feel white like... White dress, no shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> barefoot. Barefoot. Um, Absolutely not. But, or do you feel like we're, we're asking you to do things that, um, you know, where you come alongside not only your husband, but, you know, your brothers in Christ? I've never felt more purpose if that sounds right um a godly purpose obviously then when i realize that i am truly a partner and a a partner but also a um what's the word i'm looking for equally yoked yes equally yoked yeah. um i'm you know i'm but i'm 
I'm a partner with my husband. I'm a helper. That's the word I was looking for. Um, I've never felt more purpose in life than what I have when I fully realized that I am a helper to my husband. Um, because I, I have my own role as a woman, but then it's so much more when I know that I'm coming alongside him and um, being married to your best friend is a great perk in that as well. Um, when you just kind of work so well together and everything just kind of works when, when you do life together. Um, but knowing that um, coming alongside that and really fully realizing my true worth as a woman in regards to being a helper, um, I feel so much better in my role in what I do um, and, and how I do that. And I feel like I've kind of come into this role a lot better um, and I'm doing a better job of it. Now that I know, like any job, you, in any job, you, you don't fully do a good job until you know what it is you're supposed to do. It almost sounds like your marriage has been strengthened as you has have, it ever have pressed into Christ and pressed into gospel community. Has it ever? That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. We've always, we've, you know, we've. but but, uh no it's been great i mean i've said so many times i've appreciated the conversations i've even had with you jennifer um to be able to sit down with you and steve and just you know talk about our marriages and things that we're struggling with and communication and all that and having that support network on the ground um and so sprint how has your relationship with jennifer grown over the years (laughs) Oh, she knows. Um, but no one else does. But so. no one else. No one else knows the full, <laughs> the full extent. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I loved it. So when I first met Jennifer, I didn't know what to think of her. <laughs> she was such, to me, and I mean, I'm a strange bird in and of itself. Everyone knows that. Anyone that knows me knows I'm just odd. But I came, I came to Jennifer and I was, she's just, she's different. I love it. It was just this weird you know, and she didn't care what people thought about the way that she was. And I appreciated that because that's kind of how I've liked to live my life. I'm weird and like it or lump it, but, um, I didn't know what to think. And then, um, a couple of things happened in my life and I went to Jennifer and well, she came to me for some counseling. Um, she, she came to you for counseling. Well, I was put in her direction. She you, was, you, you went to her for counseling? She, yes, but <laughs> not. I didn't know that she was a counselor. So you guys were like, hey, Jennifer's going to counsel you. Mm. So sort of I went to her, but I think she more came to me. <laughs> I came looking for you. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, first were acquaintances. Then she was basically my, my counselor. And in that, um, she got to see a lot of my life and really kind of delve into who I was as as a person, as a woman as a child of God. And, um, and then that slowly turned into, um, a mentorship, um, being the director of women's ministry. She's kind of come alongside me and prodded me in ways I didn't want to be prodded and poked me and pushed me, made me uncomfortable, put me in places where she knew I needed to, to grow. And, um, and now she's really become a friend, um, that I know that I can come to with anything, um, and just, just knowing that she's always got my back and she's always going to point me to Christ, but she's always going to smack me up upside the head as well if I need it. <laughs> How do you feel when I say, when you come to me and say, I really want to do this and this and this, and then I go, mm, not yet. I trust you. Sometimes in the back of my head, I'm like, mm, I want to do this 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, right now you trust her. Yes, I didn't always. No, I didn't always feel that way. I used to get very frustrated um, because I didn't know her well enough. Jennifer is, you know, she, she, she knows things about people that oftentimes we don't even know about ourselves, and she'll say that. Um, she's almost like a seer. <laughs> Well, I just spend time with the one yes. who knows. Yes, that's very true. I, I think part of this too is that Jennifer has a really great trajectory for mm-hmm. the women in her care. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this because I've had chats with Jennifer where she's talked to me about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's all, <laughs> it's, coming, it's all out. coming out now. Um, but no, we've talked about, and she's talked about getting you the basics of, say, complementarianism because we come from a egalitarian background. Yeah. yeah. And so learning that, um, but then once you had the basics, she she had a great deal of confidence in you. Mm-hmm. But in the mo- meantime, you you did have some frustration mm-hmm. of being like, why am I just going through this? Why am I just doing mm-hmm. this? No, yeah. like I've taught Bible studies before at this church and I've done this. And, yeah. um, but Jennifer was more so grounding you. Yeah. And then you're a little more free to go. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So she has this tra- trajectory. So yeah. it's not like women are just coming in. Jennifer's like drawing stuff out the wall yeah and you know, she has an idea where yeah. each woman needs to go mm-hmm. and i think that's great and i think for any woman coming whether it's as a wife or as an mm-hmm. intern yourself to know that there is going to be a plan in place probably a more personalized one mm-hmm. one that will agitate you mm-hmm. <laughs> one that will poke you in places that you probably don't want to be poked but that will ultimately help you grow in christ mm-hmm. and in gospel community yeah like i said jennifer um, just the way that she does it is so she's sneaky. <laughs> she's sneaky because she acts as though she knows nothing and she kind of gets her, she has her ways of getting information and she sits there and she makes her little oogly eyes and what am I going to do with you? And the Lord is speaking to her and she's honed in and, and then you're like, I want to do this. No, no, just wait, just wait for me. <laughs> wait for what the Lord says. And, and, you know, like I said, in time, what she has, what, you know, when she puts you in your place, the, the role that you've got, um, is, is of Christ because she's, like she said, she's kind of digging in with Christ and kind of obviously consulting with him. He's the one that knows. Um, and that's, that's, what's great about it is that, um, we can all kind of work together then in our roles because we're very different in ways, but we're also very similar in other aspects. Um, but you can kind of put this person there. You know that this person's going to be really good there and there. Um, yeah. Do you think my practice as being a parent has helped with that? Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Just coming full circle back to, yep. you know, you talking about all these roles that we have, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and God does knit them all together. He's, it's part of our sanctification and our... Um, and our discipleship, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like, as I'm discipling you, and you're you're continuing to disciple me as well, right? Yeah, right. Because yeah. I'm that I might be that older woman, but I got to go through the next mm-hmm. season of life. Yep. You know, if yep. there's anything that stays the same, it's change. Uh, for sure, <laughs> right? So yeah. I have to go from now being having younger kids to yeah. older kids, and yeah. maybe one day, Lord willing, grandchildren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what would be your um, advice or your um, maybe words of encouragement for someone that's considering coming to work with Mile One Mission, other church planting wives? Because um, we certainly have interest and, mm-hmm. and are looking for new church planters and their wives. What, what would be your advice or your encouragement to them? I always say, I might be biased, but this is 
um, I think, one of the best um, mentoring programs around in regards to church planting and uh, pastoral leadership. Just the way that the guys uh, do what they do is amazing. My husband coming from the background that he did was obviously went through school. He's got a bachelor's of theology and then he comes and he's just kind of plopped in a place under a pastor. But that mentorship is not mandatory. Um, It's not something that comes with the job or even the training. Um, Yes, you have a couple hours of you know, when he's doing school, he's getting a couple hours of this or that, but you're not, it's not prepping you and then sending you as you're being, prepping you as you're being sent, sorry. Whereas here, in regard, speaking from the, the men's aspect, you're torn to pieces and then put back together in the best way possible. You're poked and prodded and same thing as me, you're, you're, you're melded and you're, not melded, but you're, you're being prepped and being mentored, intentionally being mentored. Um, and it's not just the, hus- the, the men that are being mentored, it's, it's the wives that are being mentored as well. Like I said, I'm, I've been come along, saw you, all the other ladies that are here. Uh, my own mission just, they seem to know how to mentor well. And I am such a big praise, praiser? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm such a big advocate for mentoring because there's someone out there that knows more than what we do and that can kind of guide us through and when that person is grounded in Christ as well you're kind of getting it from the from the roots but just just like I said I I can't I can't praise my own mission enough just the way that they the way that they do things in regards to mentoring in regards to working with each other um it's it's a it's a team you, you're not alone. You don't, and like I said, anyone feels like they're alone when you're feeling down and out. But when you really look at it and you look at it through actual, when you look at it through your eyes and not through eyes of, you know, the world, um, we're being mentored. We're being brought to Christ. It's not just being mentored for what you're doing. You're also being sculpted. You're being theologically taught. You're being, um, grown in so many different aspects. You and Adam are Newfoundlanders, Mm -hmm. um, but what would you say to a church planting couple that is not from here? What kind of, like, is is there extra support for them? Is there different support for them? Um, I mean, we'll take anyone. (laughs) We love everyone. But anyone that's coming from away, yeah, like, you got to know who we are as Newfoundlanders too. And that's a big aspect. It's, it's a bit of a, it's definitely a bit of a learning curve when you're coming from outside of Newfoundland. You got to be willing to learn. You got to be willing to not be stuck in your ways because it's not your church that you're building. It's God's. Um, we're learning that even downtown. I'm from Newfoundland, but I'm not from downtown St. John's. No, sir, we're not. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Amen. Amen. So <laughs> even just learning about my context in downtown um, is so different than where I grew up in Birch Bay, Newfoundland. What would you think, like, how would you come alongside someone who uh, comes in from the States or from another country as a female intern or a, to save as a, the wife of another church planter? Mm-hmm. How would I come alongside them yeah, specifically? Yeah, I mean, you, you've been yeah. here, you're established, yep. you've gone through some of the training. Um, she comes into a different, complete culture, 
I mean, let's be honest, the weather is a struggle. The yeah. weather is a struggle for us at times. Yeah. Um, the culture itself, like we can be brash, uh, we mm-hmm. can be brazen, <laughs> yeah. we can be very sarcastic yeah. uh, into... It's very Irish. It yes. is very, very, Irish. very Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to navigate that and then to, you know, take that in and to adjust to that, like how would you come alongside them? I mean, even Ruth, you talked about Ruth, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but she's, I mean, she's from Australia. Yes. So. Poor girl came to Ireland, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> um, honestly, first, I'd, I'd be a friend. Because in all of this, I think the most important thing you can have is a friend. And just knowing that they can trust us with whatever they've got going on and whatever they're facing um not to be afraid to reach out and tell us how you're feeling i'm very open and honest everyone knows that this is who i am and i i kind of i kind of use that to my advantage because then i hope that other people are open and honest with me when i open up to them Um, so anyone that's coming from away um would be mentored but then also kind of just brought in as family um, and just know that you're not alone. You you have so many people that come behind you um, that are going to walk alongside you, that are going to help you with any questions that you have. You just got to let us know what it is that you're thinking and what your what your concerns are. Um, yeah, it's a big thing. Like we can't help you whether it's you know on the men's side or the women's side. Yeah. If I mean we can perceive certain things and we can have a general idea, but some of it is also waiting for you to actually get up the guts or courage to go to your mentors mm-hmm. um, and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. And usually Jennifer or Steve are usually like, yeah, I know. Like, it, We've I'm just been wait- waiting for <laughs> you. <laughs> We've been waiting for this moment. And you're like, what? <laughs> Why did I wait so long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from this podcast is that um, there's a lot of support here. I mean, we, we've put out model one mission before that there's a lot of mentoring, a lot of support. Um, but like you said, Sabrina, you don't work in these walls in these offices you've been on the outside Mm -hmm. um you don't have like you don't have the ability to just walk in during the day jennifer's office um i don't even have that because sometimes she's so busy (laughs) um but you know you're not here presently so you've you know had to get your information secondhand Mm -hmm. and that and you felt that struggle um but overall it seems like you've really feel supported and been matured through Oh, yeah, for sure. Through through the different Bible studies um, that we've done at the church, but also through Jennifer's mentoring, through her uh, counseling and discipling, just um, loving on me, basically, and showing me who I am as a woman um, and helping me kind of come into that has been has been huge. We like each other, I suppose. Mm, yes, just yeah. a little bit. Family now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you two so much. That's been a great conversation. Um, and if you're listening, I hope that you appreciate this, especially if you're a woman. Um, and if you know of anyone who might be thinking about coming to Mile One Mission or thinking about coming here to serve with us, do an internship. Um, pass this on to them, especially more so if they're a woman, mm-hmm. um, to let them know. And also feel free to reach out to um, my wife. I'll say this for her and. Yeah, she, she's okay with it. <laughs> um, even ask her questions yourself um, yep. about what it's like here, um, maybe even more personal experiences, mm-hmm. um, struggles, and all that good stuff. But for now, uh, catch us again next week, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to Rugged Theology. 
Rugged Theology is brought to you by Mile One Mission. If you want to know more about Mile One Mission and our work in Newfoundland and Labrador, visit www.mileonemission.ca.